What's up, everybody, and welcome to the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network end of year mega show here on the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. Uh, so glad we're here, or you're here with us. Uh, we've got the panel again together today, and uh, this is part number three of uh, our end of year podcast. Hopefully, you guys have listened to part one and two here on the channel. Um, if you haven't, you really should go back and listen to them. Uh, we went uh, really deep into a lot of our uh, topics that we're going to vote on here tonight. So if you want some uh, some hardcore analysis from the, the panel here, you should go back and check out parts one and two. Um, from all of us here at WrestleBuzz Podcast Network, I hope you guys had a great Christmas and New Year's is right around the corner. Uh, be safe. Don't do anything stupid. And um, before we jump into tonight's show, I uh, just kind of wanted to go over the rules of how things are going to work tonight. So... We have several topics, and on the parts one and two, uh, we went in-depth discussing and determining uh, what the top three for each one of these categories should be. And uh, what we did is once we nailed down those top three, the boys went back, reviewed the archive footage, uh, and uh, tried to figure out out of those three uh, which one was number one, two, and three. And uh, so what they've done, they've come to the podcast today. I don't know any of their answers and what they're going to vote on today. And uh, what they did was they prioritized them, one, two, and three. And uh, each one of those are going to get a point system or a points based off a point system. So what we're going to do is if a person's or a category, uh, so number three, they're going to get one point. If it's a number two, they're going to get three points. And if it's a number one, they're going to get five points. And based off of that point system, we're going to figure out which one uh, out of each of these categories is going to be our number one and represent the best of 2022 in professional wrestling for us here at the po- uh, WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. But before we jump in, let me introduce the panel. We've got from our flagship show, the Wrestling Journal Podcast, we got Joseph Crush and Bad Dudes Tom Canelli. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. Cheers, brother. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy Happy holidays, holidays. Hell yeah. And of course, for one of our other shows here on the podcast network, we've got Joe from Project Kayfabe. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well. Happy holidays. I'm drinking my coquito on the side, so it's going to be a fun time while we record, and I'm looking forward to figuring out everything for the year of. Uh, listen, there's only one way to podcast, and that's with alcohol, just in case anyone's wondering <laughs> out there. And of course, the godfather of the paper champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Eric, how you doing tonight? I'm feeling fantastic. Likewise, I have my coquito. I'm actually also chewing on pita bread. I'm realizing that my cat also likes pita bread because she is eating some of it as well. It's a good night. Good things ahead, gentlemen. Good things ahead. And of course, uh, our brother from the Wrestling Journal podcast, NJ3, is uh, out tonight. He, uh, But he's sitting in his votes, and we're going to vote. Uh, or I'm going to read off his votes as we go. Uh, hope he's having a good night. And I hope when he listens to this, I hope we miss you, bro. We miss you. Next one. All right. So uh, before we really jump in, though, uh, I want to plug all of our socials and all of our podcasts. Of course, we've already mentioned uh, the Wrestling Journal podcast. You can find them on this wrestling feed. That's our flagship show. Um, you can also find them on Instagram at the Wrestling Journal podcast. Uh, we have, uh, of course, our main Instagram page at WrestleBuzz on Instagram at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. Uh, very, very active and a lot of good stuff going on in there. Um, you can learn all about our podcast from at WrestleBuzz. And of course, you have my podcast from the top rope. 
You can find me on Instagram at from the Tom Bro- top rope podcast. You can also follow my personal page at I hate Gers rooms. And of course, project kayfabe on Instagram at project underscore kayfabe. What I love the best about what we got going on here at the WrestleBuzz podcast network is uh, we have three main shows with a lot of satellite shows like this one. And uh, all three shows are different. We, uh, we offer wrestling insight, uh, whether it be a rundown of the week or the top 10 biggest news stories of the week, or even deep diving in the old TNA. Uh, so whether or not you listen to one of our podcasts or all of our podcasts, you're getting something a little bit different uh, in each podcast. And uh, of course we host a s- slew of several satellite podcasts, whether it be preview review shows, uh, we do wrestling interviews and uh, all that type of stuff. So if you haven't already subscribed to us on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, wherever hell, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast from, uh, check us out, subscribe, give us a five-star review, tell us how much you love us. Uh, uh, Joseph Crush will literally read any negative review and cry himself to sleep, so don't do that. Um, but gentlemen, uh, I think I've True. introduced and plugged us enough. Uh, I think it is time for us to break down the best of 2022. Uh, insert guitar transition. All right, so we're gonna kick it off with moment of the year. And uh, just to remind everybody, uh, the panel and out there in the podcast world, what we voted on as our top three moments of the year. So moment number one was the White Rabbit teases leading up to the return of Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules. Number two was Cody Rhodes leaving AEW and returning to WWE at WrestleMania. And number three, of course, was Stone Cold making his in-ring return at WrestleMania. All right. So like I said, back at the beginning of the podcast, uh, they're going to rank them one through three. Uh, Number one gives them five points. Number two gives them three points. Number one gives one points. And at the end of the show, we'll tell you who are the winners. Let's start off with Joseph Crush. What do you got three to one, please, with your answers? All right. Um, So I just I know we're not going to explain ourselves throughout the whole episode. I just want to get this out in the beginning um my mind has changed maybe slightly a little bit since i've released my initial uh rankings from the last episode so don't don't take any uh judgment on that but i'm gonna go with austin number three austin returning and wrestling at wrestlemania um god bless him bray wyatt at number two and the white rabbit stuff and then number one cody at wrestlemania leaving AEW and coming to wrestlemania Hell yeah. Great picks. Great picks. And like I said at the beginning, if you want to hear all everyone's opinions on all of this stuff, part one and part two has all of that. We went really deep and a lot of passion in those podcasts. Okay. Bad news, Tom Canelli. Three to one for best moment of the year. Uh, number three, got Stone Cold at Mania. It was just awesome seeing him after 19 years wrestling again. Number two, Cody joined WWE after, you know, basically starring AEW, you know, jumping back, coming coming back home, if you want to say. And then number one, I mean, as, as people heard on the last one, I love Bray Wyatt. So him coming back, the whole White Rabbit stuff and his return at Extreme Rules was awesome. So number one, Bray Wyatt. Woo. Bray Wyatt coming in hot with the number one pick from Bad News, Tom Canelli. All right, Eric, three to one. What do you got for moment of the year? <laughs> Number three, I've got Bray Wyatt's return. I don't know how much of a 
explanation you want. <clears throat> the other two picks before it, I mean, you got one guy transitioning from a, you know, his he's a top guy from his company to the other, and the other is the return of one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. As much as I love Bray Wyatt's return, when you measure it up, in my opinion, in amongst these other two, it it's got to unfortunately, in my opinion, coming at three. Number two, we got Cody's return. Number one, Stone Cold. Hell yeah, great picks. Stone Cold coming in at number one for Eric. All right. Joe at Project Kayfabe, three to one, moment of the year. What do you got? All right, three to one. So for number three, I got Bray's return. For number two, I have Stone Cold wrestling for the first time in forever. And then my number one moment of the year, Cody Rhodes returning from AEW, you know, and going to WWE. Just game changer for me. Absolutely game changer. And I'll give uh, NJ3s. Uh, he picked for uh, number three. He had uh, the White Rabbit Bray Wyatt return. For number two, he has Stone Cold returning to WrestleMania uh, to wrestle. And uh, for, of course, number one, he had Cody Rhodes leaves AEW and goes to WWE. And for my picks, <clears throat> drum roll, please. I had uh, my number three was Stone Cold returning to WrestleMania. Number two was. Uh, the White Rabbit teases and Bray Wyatt returning. And number one, uh, Cody Rhodes returns to WWE at WrestleMania. All right, guys, that's it. The picks are in. I'm moving beyond it on the spreadsheet. Uh, next, we're going to go to debut of the year. So for debut of the year, uh, we had Cody Rhodes. We gave him the debut uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, Sola Sokoa coming back, uh, leaving NXT and debuting on the main roster at Clash at the Castle. And uh, Soraya Soraya, I feel like that's just her name now, is Soraya Soraya. You have to put both of them <laughs> together. Uh, debuting on AEW Grand Slam up in New York. Uh, Joey, back to you, Joseph Crush. We've got three to one for debut of the year. Did we clarify uh, the Cody thing? Because I feel like people may you know ask not really so the code well, we went off of go like ahead, go ahead yeah no you can go you can go take it, take it. you're, you're running well, no, the show, was, brother. no 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 i was just so it's it's a weird thing with cody all right so he returned and he debuted uh is that what you're talking about it's yes yeah it's a it's a debut and a return uh so you could vote for him in either one because a return was somebody who had been gone for three uh months uh, but a debut could also be someone who switched companies. So he kind of falls into that category of a debut and return. Um, I think most of us uh, put him in the debut category because uh, the Cody Rose that left WWE was different than the Cody Rose that came back to WWE. So um, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, appreciate it. Go ahead. Moment of the yeah. year, debut of the year. Excuse me. Go ahead. I just want Wanted to clarify that for the people listening in case there was confusion. Um, Hell yeah. but I, so I went number three uh, with Solo coming to the main roster. Uh, Soraya Soraya at number two, and then Cody at number one. Goddamn Cody Rhodes. All right. Bad news, Tom Canale. What do you got, man? Yeah, I got Soraya Soraya number three, Solo number two, and of course, number one, Cody. Woo! Paper champion, Eric, what you got three to one for debut of the year? Debut. <laughs> so probably going to follow the same pattern here, here as everyone else. Uh, 
at number three, I've got Solo. At number two, I've got Soraya. I'm going to plant my flag in that one. And number one, I've got Cody. <laughs> All right. Joe, Project Kayfabe, three to one, debut of the year. Okay, yeah, three. I have uh, Solo. I have number two as Soraya. And number one, the guy, Cody Rhodes, for return of the year. I mean, debut of the year. Whoops. <laughs> it's both. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so for NJ3, he picked uh, Solo Sokoa for number three. Uh, Soraya Soraya for number two and uh, following what seems to be like everybody else's lead. Cody Rhodes is number one. And uh, for my picks, I had uh, Soraya Soraya as uh, number three, Solo Sokoa as number two, and Cody Rhodes as number one. All right. We move past that. Don't think about it. Don't dwell on it. We're moving past it. We're going to return of the year so uh kind of jump on the point earlier the person had to be gone for at least three months and um we had uh bray wyatt obviously returning uh at extreme rules this year and we had damage control returning uh at SummerSlam, and johnny gargano returning at a random monday night raw with no lead up or no build uh so joseph crush three to one return of the year uh, I went uh, number three, Johnny Gargano, number two, Damage Control, and number one, I love you, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Hell yeah. No surprises there. And uh, bad news, I think I can see a pattern coming. Three to one, <laughs> number three. Uh, return of the year. Number three, I got Damage Control at SummerSlam. Number two, Johnny at that random roar. I think it was up in Toronto. And number one, I mean, come on, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Eric over a paper champion. Three to one return of the year. Number three, I've got damage control. Fantastic. Number two, I've got Johnny Organo. Johnny, I love you. Johnny, if you're <laughs> listening, I love you. But I'm sorry. Bray Wyatt had human fucking puppets. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That Mercy the Buzzard? I want that guy at my wedding. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. I forgot about the puppets. I forgot about the human puppets. Um, all right. Uh, Joe, Project <laughs> Gayfabe, man. I want them man. as action figures so bad. <laughs> all right. Uh, three, to, three to one. Return of the year. Yeah, three to one. Same as almost everyone. Damage control number three. Johnny Gargano number two, and Bray Wyatt is number one. All right. Um, I'm just gonna say. So for NJ three, he had Johnny Gargano as number three. Damage control number two, and Bray Wyatt as number one. And for myself, I had damage control at number three. Johnny Gargano at number two. Bray Wyatt at number one. All right, moving past. We're just moving on through. All right, this one, Female Wrestler of the Year. Um, Bianca Belair from WWE, obviously. Uh, Jay Cargill, currently a TBS champion over in AEW. And uh, when we recorded this podcast, still currently employed and holding a hefty title reign, uh, Mandy Rose down at NXT. (laughs) 
so if you go back and you listen to podcast uh part one and two uh yeah randy mandy rose hadn't been fired yet so uh she was still champion we recorded that podcast but uh doesn't matter she still had an amazing title run so definitely still a contender here for female wrestler of the year joseph crush three to one who do you got for female this has no reflection on uh her current employment but mandy at number three jade at number two and by god bianca at number one all right. Bad news, Tom Canelli. Three to one, best female wrestler of the year. Number three, got Jade. Number two, Mandy. Fuck you, Matt Bloom, for you know, selling her out. And number one, Bianca. <laughs> How you gotta be who what type of sleaze ball do you have to be to be like <laughs> hey, hey Mandy, you know what she's doing on the internet over there? God. Let her go. Okay, t- but for well, real, I want an asshole. Listen, I'm going to do a quick plug real quick. I listened to the Project K-Vabe where y'all deep dived or deep dove, deep dive, I don't know what the word is, into the whole Mandy Rose stuff. And uh, I was, I'm was i sidetracking for a minute. I listened to uh, Matt Men. I don't know if you guys listen to Matt Men, uh, the Matt Men podcast. And uh, basically, yeah. um, uh, they were talking about uh, how much money she's made off that site, right? And like, I mean, I think she's made, I think she made half a million dollars since she was fired. Um, and that wasn't that long ago, guys. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. And basically, they were just talking about, hey, she had two choices. Um, make money taking bumps and p- potentially dying an early age or show her butthole. And she chose right. Good for her. <laughs> All right. The things I would do for $500,000 in two weeks. <laughs> I'd be I'd take more than my butthole on a, on a freaking <laughs> website. Let's be honest. Listen, in case you guys are wondering, uh us here at the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network are pro Mandy Rose's uh decision to show her butthole on, on the yes. internet. Um Pro hey, Butthole uh, Podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric over a paper champion, what do you got for female wrestler of the year? Uh three to one. So at number three, I've got Jane. Uh, number two, I've got Million Dollar Mandy, and at number one, I've got Miss Bianca Belair. Hell yeah, <clears throat> Joe Project Kayfabe. What do you got? Three to one, female wrestler of the year. <laughs> three to one, I got Jade Cargill at number three. At number two, I got Mandy Rose. Shout out to the buttholes. <laughs> at number one, I got Bianca Belair. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to buttholes. So, uh, NJ3 went uh, Jade Cargill for number three, Mandy Rose for number two, and Bianca Belair for number one. Um, and you can just ditto that for me, Jade Cargill number three, Mandy Rose number two, Bianca Belair number one. All right, moving on to the next category. I'm going up on the spreadsheet. All right, here's where it's going to get into the thickness, I think. Uh, we're going to start seeing uh, y'all's true character around here. Uh, this is where friendships may or may not be broken after this. Male wrestler of the year, uh, of course, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, uh, new AEW champion or recent AEW champion, MJF, and Seth freaking Rollins, um, who I think out of all of them have like the biggest losing uh, record. But uh, obviously, we talked about it on parts one and two, just put on a hell of a year when it comes to in-ring performance and also just uh, the ability to put over Cody Rose, the level that Cody Rose need to be put over. Uh, Joseph Crush, three to one, be- best male wrestler of the year. 
And you just explained why Max is number three for me. Seth is number two. And Roman, the tribal chief, obviously would be number one. Uh, you just Again, you, I'm just copy and paste what you just said. Put it here. Boom. Next. Hell yeah. Bad news, Tom Canelli, Male wrestler of the year. Yeah. I mean, basically, as Joseph said, you know, MJF three, two, Seth for what he did for Cody. And number one, I mean, come on. Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. The damn Tribal Chief. Eric, over at Paper Champion, what do you got for Male Wrestler of the Year? So like every story, like every movie, for the most part in our lives, we remember the beginning and remember the end. So we're going to remember the beginning of the year. We're going to remember the end of the year. My top three picks go as follows because the top two picks are champions leaving this year. Number three, I've got Seth Rollins. Number two, I've got MJF. Number one, Tribal Chief. I acknowledge this man. <laughs> Hell yeah. And Joe, Pentagon has KB. reverse colors for his outfit. <laughs> uh, for number three, I <laughs> for three, I got MJF. For number Ooh. two, Seth Rollins. And for number one, he's the Tribal Chief. He is the one, Roman Reigns. A lot of copy paste going on here, but of course Roman Reigns is the man. Uh, for NJ three, we've got uh, he's got Seth Rollins is number three, MJF is number two, Roman Reigns number one, and for me, I have Seth Rollins as number three, MJF number two, Roman Reigns number one. All right, now this one I'm super fascinated by, um, based off of all of our conversations that we had over the last two podcasts. Uh, pay-per-view slash PLE of the year. I should even say pay-per-view because these were all PLEs, baby. WWE mm-hmm. Clash at the Castle, WWE WrestleMania, and WWE SummerSlam. Three to one, Joseph Crush, what do you got? I'm going to go uh, SummerSlam, Clash at the Castle, and WrestleMania night one. Or WrestleMania, whatever you had. I forgot. Sorry. It was some people said WrestleMania, some people said WrestleMania Night One, so it's just WrestleMania as a whole. Like it was, it was a nice two day WrestleMania. Event. Okay, hell yeah, Night One made it though. Let's put it that way. Night One would one thousand percent. If Night One wasn't there, it wouldn't have been the WrestleMania was. Absolutely bad news. What do you got? Three to one pay per view PLE of the year. Uh, number three WrestleMania, number two SummerSlam, and number one Clash at the Castle. Love that freaking pay per view. And the wrench has been thrown in. That's what I'm talking about. Friendships are lost. Relationships broken forever. Paper champion, Eric, <laughs> what do you have? Pay-per-view PLE of the year. I've got a completely different combination. I've got number three, WrestleMania. Number two, Clash at the Castle. And number one, SummerSlam. The beginning of the <laughs> era of Levin. I love Vic is nuts. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh <laughs> shit! All right, this it's is the getting... coquito. I blame the coquitos. I'm sorry. This is getting saucy. Uh, Joe Project Cave man, <laughs> three to one pay per view PLE of the year. I uh, I have the same thing as Eric. Actually, I'm going number three Mania, number two Clash at the Castle, and number one SummerSlam. What an event! All right, so oh shit, this is uh oh. Um, 
<laughs> oh man all right so nj3's picks were uh <laughs> number one uh or excuse me number three was SummerSlam. number two was clash at the castle and number three or excuse me number one was wrestlemania for my picks i picked uh clash at the castle as number three SummerSlam as number two and wrestlemania as number one we're gonna scroll past that and we're gonna go to our final two topics of the night we have shock of the year. So, of course, we talked about shocks, just moments that either made a huge impact uh, negatively or whatever. Just something that was super surprising to either the fans, the promoters, the wrestlers, whatever it might be. Um, things that made the biggest news this year. Uh, brawl out is what we've uh, so uh, wonderfully started calling the uh, post all out media scrum with CM Punk and uh, dipshit Tony Khan just sitting there uh, with his eyeballs all out, just <laughs> contemplating every life decision he's ever made up to that moment. Um, and then, of course, the fight afterwards with the elite and there was dogs and there was biting and there's all sorts of stuff. Um, Vince McMahon retiring in total shame amidst several, several sex scandals uh sexual assault <laughs> accusations and a shitload of money flying around the WWE offices um there's even some conversation allegations please don't sue me uh about uh didn't he like hire someone and like pawn him off for sexual favors to John Laurinaitis or something like that wasn't that some weird shit going on i can't remember i heard a lot of stories but of course that's yeah yeah and of course Sasha Banks and Naomi dropping the women's tag team titles on uh Laurinaitis's desk and tell him to go fuck himself and they haven't been seen since um all right joseph crushed three to one what was the biggest shock of the year uh this was probably uh, i mean two three and two were the top it was a back and forth three but i'm gonna go brawl out number three sasha naomi number two and i mean vince not dying in his desk at his desk uh, <laughs> as number one Retiring a gorilla, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> no, good, good picks. Uh, bad news. What do you got? Three to one shock of the year. Number three, I got Sasha and Naomi walking out. Number two, I got Punk just losing his mind after winning the world title at the, at the press conference. And number one, of course, Vince, you know, retiring in shame because of all his bad behavior over the years. God bless Vince McMahon. Remember when he came out on SmackDown? It was just like, Yo, motherfuckers, ain't nothing. I ain't going anywhere. And two weeks later, he was All right. Paper champion, Eric, what you got? Three to one, shock of the year. So uh, I've got number three, the media scrum. Number two, Sasha and Naomi uh, giving their pink slips. And number one, Vince calling it quits, retiring like a bum. What a what a quitter. <laughs> What was the was it the news story like a week ago or two weeks ago that he was like I'm coming back like I'm I'm, I'm gonna sneak back in Nope the stock prices dropped board of directors is like <laughs> No you're not <laughs> just go home and sit down All right Joe Project Cafe what do you got for shock of the year All right for number three I got Sasha and Naomi for number two I got Stan Punk Putting me down at brawl out and number one, Vince McMahon retiring like I never thought it ever happened. 
Well, so let's jump into NJ3's picks. Uh, he picked uh, Sasha and Naomi as number three, uh, uh, CM Punk at Brawl Out, number two, and of course, events retiring at number one. My picks were identical to that Sasha and Naomi at number three, Brawl Out, number two, and Vince retiring uh, at number one. All right, gentlemen, the final category uh, before we jump into our next topic, and uh, while uh, I do my little gonculator stuff, um, match of the year um go back and listen to uh parts one and part two if you haven't i really i I assume you have if you're listening to this one but we talked about a lot of matches that happened this last year and this one was a pretty tough one we had to like really whittle it down to just three and uh, these are the three that we came up with uh we have mjf versus cm punk in a dog collar match at aew revolution uh, we have Sheamus versus Gunther at uh, WWE Clash at the Castle. And um, Cody versus Seth, I think we saw it three times this year, but the one we're focused on today is the infamous Hell in a Cell match uh, where to- uh, his uh, Cody's torn tit, uh, and it was just black, blue, purple, yellow, all sorts of colors. And um, uh, I believe that got a, a five star two from Meltzer. I think uh, that and Sheamus are the two WWE matches that got five stars, uh, air quotes from uh, from Meltzer this year. Joseph Crush, what is your ranking for match of the year? All right, so I just want to like you know put it out there. They're all match of the year candidates in my in my opinion. Anyone, there's no wrong answer here, but I'm going with Doug Cower at number three. Um, Cody and Seth at Hell in a Cell, even though I technically had their WrestleMania match uh, instead. Um, no shade. And then <laughs> Sheamus Gunther, number one at Clash. Uh, that's my, that's what I like. That's my type of wrestling. So that's it. Those are solid picks. Yeah, because you're spot on. These are all amazing matches. And like I said, go back and listen to the podcast. There's, uh, like uh, Joseph just said, there are matches that didn't make it to this top three that are still match of the year contenders. Uh, and a lot of good matches this year. Bad news. What do you got for match of the year? Number three, I got MJF and Punk in the dog collar match. Number two, Cody and Seth at Hell and Cell because, like you said, the whole torn peck thing was just absolutely crazy to see. And number one, Sheamus and Gunther, like I said earlier, it was like they freaking really hated each other in that match. It was unbelievable, the, the chops and everything. So that was match of the year for me. Perfect pay-per-view ple or whatever to put it on too just being in the uk like i felt like mm. the match would have been just as good in america Absolutely. but uh the the atmosphere just elevated the hell out of that match which is great uh eric over at paper champion what do you got for match of the year match of the year so i've got number three cody and rollins hell in the cell number two mjf and punk mainly we were there it was amazing it's pretty sweet. I, I had to go at number two simply because number one in a world full of Phoenix splashes and Spanish flies and suicide <laughs> dives. We've got Seamus and Gunther out here beating the bejesus out of each other. And I loved every minute of it. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, Joe, Project Kayfabe, what do you got for match of the year? Yeah, number three, I got Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash of the Castle. Number two, MJF and 
CM Punk having their dog collar match. Just an amazing story, amazing match. And then number one, Cody versus Seth, Hell in a Cell. Just amazing all around. And still crazy to me that Cody was one of the most hated wrestlers for like, like the year before to now being one of the most loved now that he's in the WWE. So that's my match of the year. I'm so glad you said that because I thought I was going to be the one who turned heel on this, uh, on this category, <laughs> but you turned heel before I did. So I'm going to give NJ three's picks first. Uh, he had CM Punk versus MJF uh, as number three. He had Cody versus Seth at uh number two. And of course, Seamus versus Gunther, uh, number one, and my picks were Sheamus versus Guntha, number three. I had <laughs> CM Punk what? versus MJF, <laughs> number two. And I I was one of those people who thought that um, we were being worked by the Cody versus Seth uh, match, the Hell in a Cell match. Um, I was convinced when he first took it off that it was makeup. And the reason why I was convinced was because I was like, there's no way in hell there's a single doctor who's going to clear this son of a bitch to go out there like that. And not only did Mm -hmm. he go out there like that, but he took that damn kendo stick. Come on. Y'all remember Seth Rollins shoving the kendo stick right to his torn Mm -hmm. tit. That's why he's my number one. But obviously all matches, these matches are great. Sheamus versus Gunther was great. MJF versus CM Punk was great. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have voted, and uh, this time I'm going to take a pause, and I'm going to kick it over to Joseph Crush, who's going <coughs> to kind of lead uh, the next segment for our end-of-year podcast. And this is where uh, the boys have sat down, and they've tried to determine, coming up soon, in just a few weeks, we got the Royal Rumble, um, and uh, who are going to be the final four in both the women's and the men's match um and uh the condition was for the men's match we took cody Rhodes off the table that's a free kill i think everybody at least most people are expecting him to pop back up in the rumble if not win the royal rumble so we took him off the table to have a little bit more fun joseph crush i'm gonna turn it over to you while i uh, do the math on my spreadsheet well it's a pleasure to take over uh i'm not talking enough and i'm used to it so uh we're gonna start off uh uh We'll go with bad news, Tom Canale. We're going to start off with the men's Rumble first. Who, who are your final four this year for the 2023 Royal Rumble? Okay, no, no particular order. I got Gunta. I just have a feeling he's going to do crazy in that match. Number two, uh, KO, the way he's been over the last few weeks with the whole bloodline feud and everything. Number three, Seth. He's definitely going to be in there. I think it's going to be a big year for him. And number four, I think we're going to have Mr. Sami Zayn in there. As in, as a final four. Okay. All right. Final four. All right, Eric, paper champion. What do you got, buddy? <clears throat> so I've got Sami Zayn, Gunther, Brock Lesnar, and Edge. Ooh. Ooh, I okay. like it. Remember, this is without Cody Rhodes in the final four. We have to re uh, remember that. Uh, Joe. Who you got, buddy? All right. Um, I got Sami Zayn. I got Jay Uso. I got Drew McIntyre. And <laughs> for why not? I got the, the Rock. <laughs> I love it. Hey, dude. <laughs> All right. Um, Gurch, can you speak? Are you able to speak? I know you're doing work. Do you want to come back? Do you want us to come back to you? 
no, 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 no. I'm I'm doing very busy uh, spreadsheet stuff over here. Lots of math. Uh, we're going to have to have a conversation too, guys. After this, there's going to have to be a conversation. But um, my final four, no Cody Rhodes, um, Bray Wyatt, Sami Zayn, Gunther, and Edge. Okay. All right. I had a little... Uh, uh, a lot of it's a it's a lot to think about, right? No Cody, you gotta add someone else. I did have this dark horse in there from just the year and, and thought. So I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, the history, and then here's my dark horse. And just because like I love when they always throw in a guy that may be like uh, getting a push in the future, they just want to throw in there. I'm gonna say Montez Ford. I don't know if there's any there may not be anything behind that. I just like uh I just think he's like the next thing coming out of the tag team. Like they always have like one of those guys in there. So but uh I do think Gunther's gonna have the most eliminations in that match. And I think setting up WrestleMania we we can talk about this for hours, but Brock Lesnar, him and Brock will have their uh their thing in the rumble. But uh yeah. I I mean in, in an ideal world, what would be great? Cody Sammy, Jay, Jimmy, and then like that's where that goes. You know what I'm saying? Final five throwing solo, and then but somehow Cody comes out on top. But we're getting out of hand here. Uh, did NJ three send his final four picks over? Is he a coward? He's a coward. No, he did. Okay, Gurge, give me the give me the no. He's a coward. <laughs> yeah. So like, Gurge is a nice guy, and we started the podcast. When people miss podcasts for the Wrestling Journal, we just talk shit about him the whole time. So Jersey, you're fucking coward. NJ <laughs> three, you're fired. You're going out to dinner <laughs> on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, he's his nickname's the Professional, and you're not I even walk. here. <laughs> not anymore, dude. Gonna earn another other nickname like Tom did. All right. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go final four for the women's Rumble. I pr- probably gonna do that one first, but uh. Whatever. Um, bad news. Who you got, buddy? I got two surprises and two. I figure are not going to be shocking. Number one, Becky, probably going to be in there. Number two, Bailey. Uh-huh. Number three, I have the return of Charlotte Flair. I haven't seen her in quite a while. And number four, I'm hoping this happens. I don't know if it will, but I'm throwing it in there. I'm going with Sasha Banks coming back in the Ooh, room. Okay, guys, this is, we're not putting money on this, so that we. Can- in fantasy book the shit out of it. I love exactly. it. I'm fantasy booking it. All right, E Dog, paper champion. What do we got, buddy? Uh I've got money on it. Okay. <laughs> I've got money on this. I've got dollars on this. <laughs> My final four are Rhea Ripley. Who oh, I am I'm also picking to win the whole Schlebang. Charlotte Flair. Rebecca. Lynch <laughs> and Call of Duty Ghostface Oscar. Ooh, okay. Yes. Love Coming it. Coming in there, she's going to be fucking elbowing bitches out of the ring. I can feel <laughs> Joe from uh, Project KV. We got. All right. Uh, I got Charlotte Flair returning. I got Rhea Ripley, who I also think is going to win it. I got Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan. Hey, gotta give Liv some love. Gurge? Listen, these are all fantastic. I also think 
uh, Rhea Ripley is going to win it. So she's in my final four. Um, I definitely think Charlotte Flair is coming back. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be Becky Lynch in there too. Uh, I just think it's going to be Bailey. I think the four of them at the end, uh, because, you know, I think we all lean in towards uh, Rhea Ripley because it's definitely her time. She's definitely the most dominant right now. And uh, right now she's acting as muscle with the judgment day, but she needs to stand out all on her own in the women's division. But the four of them in the ring at the same time in the end. Ah! Love it. Um, I went with. I mean, there, I wish I could think of a super dark horse, but I don't have one, um, unfortunately. I, I went Charlotte, Becky, Rhea as well for uh, for my winner, and then I threw in Alexa just because okay. I don't know what's happening with her. I guess Alexa Oscar was kind of like my teeter, uh, but Bailey obviously would make sense in there too. Um, do, do can we can we add an extra two minutes on here and say who's gonna win? Do we, are we okay with that, Gerd? All right, cool. He gave me a thumbs up. All right, let's go uh, real quick. Uh, winners of the Rumbles. Just go round table real quick. Men's and women's. Tom, who you got? I got Seth with the men's, and I got Bailey with the women's. All right. Eric? I'm going with Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley. Awesome. Joe? I'm going Cody Rhodes, but if you can't go Cody Rhodes, I'm going The Rock. <laughs> that I'm going Rhea Ripley. There you go. Gurge? You know, I'm Rhea Ripley, uh, like everybody else. And if we, Cody, if we can't go Cody, Seth Rollins. All right. I'm going to go, uh, Rhea, obviously. And then if we, if we can't go Cody, fuck it. Let's go Sammy Uso, motherfuckers. Let's go. <laughs> what a pop. I mean, come on, dude. Like, what a, like, let's just ride with it at this point. But I'm, 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 I'm going to piggyback you on, on the, uh, insurance policy of no Cody. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish at this point, like, I and granted, I do copy and paste dirt sheets, but like, I wish they didn't exist because, like, we kind of, we get, you're getting vibes of like what's going to happen at Mania now. Um, if I, if you would have told, if there was no dirt sheets, I would have told you Sammy Zane would have been fucking fighting Roman at <laughs> WrestleMania. 100%. I miss being surprised on a lot of things. I know. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Me right, too. Me too. <laughs> Just a part of the game now. You know, yeah. like, it's how it is. <laughs> Gerge, let's let's run it back to you, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing fantastic. Um, uh, you know, we talk about dirt sheets, though, but I think I don't think anyone really knew that Edge was coming back at the Royal Rumble when he did, right? Like there there was, I mean, they were talking. We knew he was training. He, I think, he came up like at SummerSlam before that. And uh, yeah, dirt sheets are cool and all, but damn, that was a really special moment. So I'm with you guys. So um, I don't know, maybe yeah. they got something close to their chest for the the Rumble this year. And uh, you guys, if you guys like us talking about the Rumble, um, as we get closer here on the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network, we're going to put out a dope uh, Royal Rumble preview show uh, where we not only review the matches, which, I mean, if you guys are tracking different things, different wrestling sites, uh, pitch black matches, maybe there's going to be a hell in a cell. Maybe The Rock is going to be there. Maybe Stone Cold is going to be there. I don't know. But we're going to go crazy and, and preview that show right here on the Podcast Network. And then also a post-show review, which I'll be at the Rumble, and I'm going to figure out how to use my phone, and I'm going to get on the Zoom, and I'm going to be live, reporting live from San Antonio, <laughs> Texas on the post. Oh, uh, I can't wait to do it. It's going to be great. Um, I also got my WrestleMania tickets. I just want to do that, and I can never go on a vacation ever again. Uh, I'm officially broke. Um, <laughs> 
But that's not why you guys are here. You're not here to talk about how awesome my life is and how I'm going to all these wrestling events. You're here to find out what are the best of 2022. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, we have your answers. Uh, so going back at the original order we started with, with mo- moment of the year, we had uh, the nominees were the White Rabbit teases and the return of Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules. Cody Rhodes leaving AEW and debuting, returning, whatever it was, at WrestleMania. And Stone Cold wrestling in his first match in 19 years at WrestleMania. And the winner of Moment of the Year for the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network 2022. No shit, it's Cody Rhodes returning to WWE from AEW. Let's Um, go. Overwhelming (laughs) majority of the votes. Um, Now we're going to go down to debut of the year, our nominees. Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, Solo Sokoa at The Clash at the Castle, and Soraya Soraya at AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. And the winner of Debut of the Year. Of course, it's Cody Rhodes. A flawless victory for Cody Rhodes. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I, I'm telling you, we talked about it on the podcast. I still go back, and the pop that he gets when his head pops out of his little uh, his little contraption that he comes out of, like the pop from his head appearing, uh, is what wrestling is made of. And so I love good. that shit. Those cool. Very cool. Goosebumps. All right. Absolutely. Uh, which which is why I'm going to wrestle. I need goosebumps, guys. I'm going to wrestle, man. I'm gonna get goosebumps. Um, <laughs> return of the year. I need my dopamine fix. I need just need to get it. Uh, life is short. Um, return of the year. We had Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules, Damage Control at uh, SummerSlam, and Johnny Gargano on that random Raw in Toronto. Is that what someone said earlier in Canada? Yeah. Weren't they in Cleveland? Like is like two weeks before that too. Like they were in Cleveland, super yeah. close to that. Like just doesn't even make sense um but of course there's no need to build it up joseph crush said himself probably the best wwe return of all time bray wyatt Mm -hmm. how's that make you feel you feel good you feel good joey all all time (laughs) i got my fucking guy right here he watches me fucking do podcasts (laughs) I I miss the fiend. I really miss the fiend. I enjoyed I the hell out of that character. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him so much, man. All right, um, female wrestler of the year. Uh, our nominees were Bianca Belair, Jay Cargill, and Bottle Mandy Rose. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help that. Uh, hey, listen, George Brooks, Gersh Brooms is full supporter of Mandy Rose out there making that money and doing her thing and an amazing title run. But sorry, flawless victory for Bianca Belair. Um, obviously, she uh, had an amazing year and uh, did amazing things. And uh, she's going to, I mean, I don't see Bianca Belair's uh, trajectory going down at all. Like she's, st- even though she's been the champion for this long, she's still got so much more to do in WWE. So good for Bianca Belair. All right. Male wrestler of the year. Um, Roman Reigns, MJF, Seth Rollins, um, another flawless victory for the tribal chief. Um, I mean, if you, I think I can count how many matches he even had this year on one hand. Um, but when you have that many matches and all of them are phenomenal and noteworthy, hell yeah. Um, absolutely Roman Reigns. All right, guys, we got a problem. Pay-per-view PLE of the year. 
I didn't come up with a contingency plan because the way I designed the point system, there was absolutely no way this could happen. Um, but of course, uh, the heels of the podcast here uh, came in and uh, threw a wrench in all of this. So for pay-per-view PLE of the year, the nominees were Clash at the Castle, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a three-way tie. Oh, no. <laughs> three-way tie. Now, because... I'm the most unprofessional of podcast hosts. I didn't come up with the mechanism uh, to figure out who wins what. So what we're going to do is we're just going to do one final vote. I'm going to go around the room. You get one vote. What do you think it is? And that's it. So what is the number one pay-per-view PLE of the year? Clash of the Castle, WrestleMania, or SummerSlam? Putting you on the seat, the hot seat, Joseph Crush, what do you got? As uh the once owner of WWE would say, Wrestle Radio. <laughs> Bad news. Tom Canelli, what do you got? I'm going Clash. Clash of the Castle. Paper Champion himself, what do you got? I'm going with Summer Slam. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Joe, Project Kayfabe, what do you got? I'm also going on SummerSlam. Oh, shit. Is SummerSlam going to jump in? Hey, man, listen. <laughs> I put it as one of my moments of the year. And for the sake of this podcast, Roman Reigns getting flipped out of the ring because a, a dump truck, tractor trailer, whatever the hell, bulldozer, lift that goddamn ring in the air. And actually, you know what? I'm not even going to say that was the moment. When at the beginning of the match, when we're doing, they're doing the introductions and Brock was up in the, the truck and he threw the, the mic down to Roman Reigns. Roman cool. Reigns caught it without looking and he gave Brock that little wink, man. You know what I'm saying? Boom. That's why SummerSlam cool. is the pay-per-view PLE of the year. <laughs> it, there's some, uh, there are some jabronis right now out there listening to us, uh, marking out, working themselves into a shoot, brother. All right, that's it. That's our pick here at the WrestleBuzz <laughs> Podcast Network. All right, let's go down to Shock of the Year. Our nominees were Brawl Out slash CM Punk loses his goddamn mind with Tony Khan's big eyeballs. Vince McMahon retiring in shame amidst sex scandals and money scandals and just overall being a creep. And, of course, Sasha and Naomi uh, leave the belts on the desk and walk out and have not been seen in WWE since, but maybe at New Japan here in about a week or so. Without further ado, flawless victory. Vince McMahon did not die behind his desk. He did not die in Gorilla. <laughs> he did not die welcoming everybody to WrestleMania. Um, he's out to dinner, having dinner with random ladies. Uh, that's what he's doing right now. Vince McMahon retiring in shame is the biggest shock of 2022 and finally match of the year now what i will say is while this is not a tie um it is a very very close one match of the year we had njf versus cm punk dog collar match at aw revolution which of course eric and i were there for it was amazing um my best part of that whole match was the the, what do you say? Eat shit, Max. Is that what Punk said when Mac, MJF put the mic in his face? Eat shit, Max. Um, Sheamus versus Gunther. 
WWE clash at the castle and Cody versus Seth Rollins, Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins at hell in a cell with Cody's torn tit. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your match of the year for the wrestle buzz podcast network, 2022 Sheamus versus Gunther. WWE clash of the castle. Um, legitimately, I put it as my number three, but legitimately, uh, I actually, I was taking some screen grabs today to do some stuff on Instagram of this match. And I've just found a sweet picture of Seamus on his knees, just getting absolutely obliterated by a chop from Gunther. And look, it's freaking <laughs> spectacular. So congrats to Seamus and Gunther. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, it. That's our best of the 2022 here at the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. Before we jump off totally, um, I just want to say Happy New Year. Thank you so much for supporting us. Um, and shout out to to Joseph Crush. Uh, the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network is all his idea and maybe and whoever else he talks to over there. And uh, getting us all together and putting us on this network has been absolutely awesome. And uh, it's an absolute pleasure to get around and mark out with you guys and to talk about this nonsense. And with saying that, we have a lot of big ideas and plans uh, for 2023 here at the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. I'm going to turn it over to uh, Joe over at Project Kayfabe. Uh, what do you got coming up? from the project kayfabe side of the house. So you want to kind of highlight or kind of goals that you want to do with your podcast in 2023. Yeah. So in 2023, we're still going to be reviewing the old TNA, the Hulk Hogan era, but I want to try and make it a little bit more fun. So right now it's uh, myself and quad a, we do the bulk of it and reviewing and just going back in that history where it's like, Holy crap. What were they doing? Um, but I'm going to be bringing in some new people into the mix of it. So sometimes I'll swap out quad a with maybe someone else from the wrestle buzz podcast network. Um, I have some other friends that are interested. I might get some people that have never even watched wrestling. I'm like, here, just watch this with me. Give me your takes on it. What do you think about that? So you're going to see some of that. Uh, I used to do a lot of segments on the show of like, you know, some different random things. So I might bring that into the play just to change it up when I'm tired of <laughs> watching old TNA because it does get hard to fucking do. So change that up, add some segments, of course, talk about the most important news when it's important enough to talk about. And then, you know, something I've thought about, and this was something that uh, Joseph brought up before, maybe start looking into Lucha Underground and going back and taking a deep dive in what was the beauty that was Lucha Underground. It's sad that it's over, but I might do something similar to what I'm doing now with TNA and the Hulk Hogan era and bring it to the Lucha Underground side of things, because that was just such a gem that we didn't get enough of. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, 2023 for Project Kayfabe on the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network feed. Hell yeah! <clears throat> so here's a here's a um, I don't know a, a sin from me. I didn't I never watched any TNA, nothing, not zero. I've watched Impact in the last couple of years. Uh, so from me never watching TNA, I love listening to your shows because obviously I, I've heard the legends. Obviously, I know who Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff was. I was a WCW, WCW mark, uh, like I've talked about plenty of times on the podcast. So um, even if you don't, if you never watched TNA, listen to the Project Kayfabe TNA episodes because they're 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 fantastic in your analysis and they're fantastic in your bashing and uh, ridicule too. I love it. It's it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Uh, Thank you, <laughs> Joseph Crush. What do you guys got? Uh, not only from the Wrestling Journal podcast or Wrestle, yeah, Wrestling Journal podcast, but also from the WrestleBuzz podcast network as a whole. Yeah, I mean, uh, I talked about it a bunch on the, on the actual podcast, but 
besides the actual podcast, I mean, I've been trying to push YouTube stuff for a long time. And I think I've talked with each and every one of you guys on the side about like stuff I want to do with you guys individually or as a group where we have content. We have so much shit that we have to put out uh, like brewing in our heads where it's like, I don't even want to be specific about it, but we just have a lot of stuff that's ready to go or like ready to be created and put out to the universe where it's like so much stuff, but YouTube, I want to do more live streams after shows, after pay-per-views, uh, weekly stuff, um, even like, like continually series and, and, and other things on YouTube when it comes to the podcast we're going to keep doing our thing on the wrestling journal giving you the the week breakdown and uh do more stuff like this i think uh the we've got a lot of good feedback from from people on 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 uh on social media about like the group of all of us like a roundtable-esque style podcast where uh we give that out so i want to do more of that stuff and you thank me before i want to thank you fuckers for just I mean, we're all tech. Besides, me, I mean, technically, me, Joe, and Tom are in the same state of New York, but we're all in different like areas, man. Besides, me and Tom are close, but like we're all in different areas of the fucking United States of America, bro. Like we're doing this, and I appreciate the fuck out of all you guys. NJ three two, Nicky Noodles, <laughs> he he gets what he gets out <laughs> on the outside, but uh, you know, what I'm saying like I appreciate you guys for just like working with me on doing stuff like this, creating content at, at a at a in an area where like. there's so much out there and whoever listens or watches what we do i appreciate the fuck out of you too um we do we're doing this out of fandom and just bullshitting about wrestling there's no like we just do this for fun this is a hobby i want to put that in like preface too eric for paper champion it's like he puts i want to blow smoke up his ass right now the effort he puts into that shit too he's here and he's doing a podcast with us while he's scoring a damn paper, like a dynamite while he's watching it. Like we put effort into what we do. And I think I want people to appreciate that we're lifelong fans, dude, like 30 years, 20 years. Like we've been watching wrestling forever. I want people to understand, like we love this shit. We're fans. We're not fucking jabroni fucking dirt sheet people. We may talk about the stuff the dirt sheet puts out, but like, and I'm going on a rant here, but I just want people to know like what we're about. And if you're here, listening to this now an hour and whatever in, uh, just know that I appreciate the fuck out of you guys. And this is fucking fun. This is what we love to do, man. Like we get together once in a while to talk shit about wrestling, the stuff like wrestling comes first, man. I mean, like wrestling is the best and, uh, I love doing it with you guys. So love you boys. Love you, too, love you too hell yeah love you too bro hey um yeah this doing the podcast uh in whether whatever form it be whether it be from the top rope where it's just me uh yelling into a microphone like a madman uh or doing stuff like this or doing the post shows doing the previews um and of course uh i've got to plan my next trip up to new york you know we need we need another new york show and another reunion show you i i'm i'm gonna manifest this right now i need wwe because it's going to be them to do not a house show but an actual televised event at a madison square garden so i can go come up and i can go to msg and see wwe man um but from the wrestle po- wrestle buzz podcast side um from and from from the top rope uh i have a lot of ideas in my head trust me i talk about them with both both the joes and uh and i talk about with you guys about different ideas i have and let me tell you something doing a podcast is easy what we're doing right now is easy as hell 
the problem is preparing for a podcast and then the post-production side of the podcast. That's where it's like, it gets a little daunting. So all the, like, like Joey, Joey said, we have all these great ideas, but damn, they're a big, sometimes they're a big pain in the ass. And sometimes there's only so many hours in the day. So uh, at least from, from the top rope podcast side of the house, um, I'm going to try my best to be a little bit more committed to not just my podcast, but I, I have all these cool ideas. Um, I like I like what Project Kayfabe's doing with TNA. Y'all don't understand. I lived, breathed, and bled WCW Nitro through the hot years, man. And I would love to go back and talk about that stuff. So I think that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to put a WCW-centric podcast together because um, oh, the TNA oh yeah, podcast dude. got me hyped for it. And I would love to talk about, I mean, we just had it this week, right? Or was it last week on NXT with the uh, the steel plate underneath the uh, underneath the shirt uh, yep. to the spear? You know what I'm talking cool. about? Man, come on, WCW. So that's what I'm going to do. But uh don't forget, we also have coming up in January, you're going to get the Royal Rumble preview. You can get the Royal Rumble review. Um, and also we have a going on what Joseph said about the uh, the YouTube content. We have a great idea for a Royal Rumble uh, game show here at the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network that we're going to try to put together and uh, to see and put the 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 test of knowledge to the, to the podcast network of Royal Rumble no, uh, knowledge. So, we got a lot of cool ideas. I hope you guys stick with us. And uh, before I ramble on anymore, let me close out the show by saying thank you. Happy New Year. Um, please, please, please follow us on Instagram. If you're not following at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, you're a damn idiot because a lot of good content coming out on there and a lot of engagement. Um, people love WrestleBuzz on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us on uh, Twitter at, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs. Uh, of course, you can find uh, the Wrestling Journal podcast on Instagram. That's our flagship show here on the podcast network uh, at the Wrestling Journal podcast. Uh, don't forget, you got Project Kayfabe at Project underscore Kayfabe on Instagram. Uh, they're on this feed as well. And of course, you can follow my podcast at From the Top Row podcast uh, on Instagram and follow me at I Hate Gurge Brooms. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that's 2022. We don't have anything left to talk about. SummerSlam is the greatest pay-per-view PLE of all time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to everybody on the panel. Thanks to all you guys and the and the the the, the tons of downloads from the podcast that we've had this year. And uh, we appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a good and safe New Year's. And until 2023, we'll see you later. Ciao.